1: Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good wherever you are, everybody. This is the Behind the Rails podcast. I'm your host Travis Miller of HammerandRails.com, and with me, as always, Purdue running back, Gray Cup legend, the man who has put the ball in the end zone more than any other Purdue football player, and by a lot, I must say, Corey Sheets. How are you doing, Corey? I'm doing all right. How are you doing, Travis? I am good. I am good. And we are here to talk Wisconsin. We can't just bask in the win over a number two ranked team forever. We have to move forward. We have to look at the next game and that will be Saturday at three o'clock on Big Ten Network. The Wisconsin Badgers come to ross Stadium. I've I've honestly been looking forward to this game for a while because I am tired of losing to Wisconsin. Purdue has lost 14 in a row to these guys since a win in Madison on two thousand in 2003. I honestly don't think we're going to get a much better chance than this year to beat them. What do you think?
0: I mean, let's ride right. this high horse. The, the, the boys are playing real well. I see uh, the play call is getting a lot better. Yep. Yeah. Uh, our defense is still stout. So I, I don't expect a run game to have – such a great effect as it has been for Wisconsin. I don't think Chaz is going to like Plant going against our defense this week.
1: Uh, I I hope you're right because it is Wisconsin, and they are shockingly going to run the football. Uh, I know we were talking to the pre-show here. You go to Wisconsin, what do you expect as a running back? You expect about five guys in front of you. They're about 6'6 to 6'8 each about 320 to 330 pounds, and they are going to knock everyone over in front of you and you get to run a long way. And that that seems to be the MO this year. And as you mentioned, Ches Malusi is the latest guy, 543 yards and three touchdowns on the season on 112 attempts. That's pretty solid, not the usual Wisconsin numbers, but again, it's Wisconsin. They're going to run the ball.
0: I mean, that's that's a few yards. We only getting three point four yards of carry, so eh. they are down a bit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, what's, what's, it, what's backup? His backup is three point eight. <laughs> yeah. God,
1: I, I think that comes from they don't have the usual passing game that they do. I know that they love to just lull teams into that play action pass, run, run, play action pass, run, run, play action pass, throw in a jet sweep every now and then. They don't have that this year. Their passing game is definitely struggling. The run game is fourth in the Big Ten. Uh, They're averaging more than 200 yards per game, 207, which is pretty good. Unfortunately for them, the passing game, is one of the worst in the conference. They are 12th ahead of only Minnesota and Illinois.
0: Yeah, this is woo. just looking at the numbers, is like, whoa, like, as a wide receiver, you can't, this year you're, you're unhappy with the, what, what, what you're doing. This is, <laughs> but, <laughs> hey, I, I'm happy about it as being a Purdue fan. So, this is something I, I look at the, the, the What is secondary and they might have a good day
1: (laughs) hey y'all we got to take a break right now to pay for some stuff so we will be right back after this ad the behind the rails podcast is brought to you by bet online yes we're back and better than ever a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props odds and lines than ever before Yes, we know that it's the middle of football season here for Purdue, but we're really, really excited for the men's basketball team and their number seven ranking to start the year and the women's basketball program to get back underway with Katie bet BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code believe 50 that's b-l-e-a-v 50 to receive your bonus from basketball football baseball season nhl boxing and ufc right to your favorite vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports bet online where the game starts Well, it's interesting because they're actually pretty close in terms of passing to a lot of the teams that we faced overall. I I looked at the national numbers today when I was working on our preview, and they are 117th nationally out of 130 teams. Mm -hmm. And it's really 126 because the bottom four is always the same. It's always Georgia Southern, Army, Navy, and Air Force. And those are teams that run the triple option and might throw – four times a game, and they're perfectly happy doing that. So they, they're already at the bottom, but you've got UConn is 119th, Minnesota is 121st, and Illinois is 122nd, if you want an idea of what to expect. And then Iowa is 102nd, and Oregon State is 96th. So Purdue has had a role in that with their own pass defense, but we're on a run right now where we're not playing strong passing games, and that helps a lot.
0: Yeah, especially when we, when we have such good DNs. we don't need to worry about their horrible. Uh, <laughs> they ain't gonna get the ball off. So I love it. Uh, these uh, these teams that keep running, trying to run the ball against us, it hasn't been effective. To be honest with you, which is
1: great to see. Right, and it, that's what we're gonna see. the you know they're they're always strong rushing. But uh, Graham Mertz, their quarterback, has not had a great season this year. And I know talking to a couple of other Wisconsin bloggers, they have said that one of the big problems is he is making a lot of mistakes when he's pressured. So, hello, Mr. Karloftis. Would you like to go meet Mr. Mertz and cause some problems?
0: Yes, he does. It's crazy. I'm looking at uh, the running back has almost as many yards as the quarterback.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The other big thing, Mertz. Seven interceptions against just two touchdowns.
0: Oh, uh, can we get can we get can we get a field day?
1: <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, he's thrown the same number of touchdowns to his teammates as he has to the other team. As he was pick six twice against Notre Dame earlier.
0: I mean, it's crazy. They, they need to be a stat like a pick six, like because <laughs> that yeah. that's a big thing. Like it don't even matter where you threw the ball. Like y'all could have been upfield, downfield.
1: And it it could be such a difference maker, too. Yeah. I, I know one of the bigger plays on Saturday that I saw was uh, Jalen Graham, who broke on a little swing screen, wide receiver screen, got his hands on it. And if he pulls it down, he's 95 yards downfield. There's nobody that's going to catch him. Since Iowa was so close to the end zone, that would have been a 14-point swing. They didn't score on the drive because that was the one where they missed a field goal. Mm-hmm like you said, can be so huge, especially in a game where it looks like points are going to be at a premium here on
0: Saturday. That, it's real depressing that on the offense. Like, damn, they just scored and we got to go back out there. It's supposed to be the other way around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and worse yet, they scored without their offense even touching the field, too.
0: Right. And now they're going to come back on the field all hype. You know that the coach is going to not mm-hmm. let them go on the kickoff because they got to go back on defense, so they're going to be fresh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> One name that may be familiar to Purdue fans, you have Danny Davis the third. He had two fourth-quarter touchdowns the last time Wisconsin came to West Lafayette, and they were big fourth-quarter touchdowns as the Badgers were down 14. He was able to get the game tied, send it to overtime, and Purdue ended up losing in triple overtime. He's their leading receiver, 18 catches, 241 yards. He has not found the end zone yet, but he's done some damage to us in the past. So I'd like to make sure he doesn't get to the end zone again.
0: Those, him not having touchdowns could be circumstantial, especially when they run the ball so much, right? They get inside the 20. They're not throwing the ball. (laughs) They're turning it off to that bat, (laughs) They might get one pass, and if it don't go to him, it's going back down down to a run. So, mm-hmm. that's, not, that's not too telling. But, it, nah. it, I honestly, I'm not too worried about their pass, passing. My am is not even worried, too much worried about their offense, neither. I'm also worried about if, if our offense can maintain what they're doing and, and stay on this high horse, to be honest with you.
1: I, I agree. Um, I know that they struggled last week against Army, and – when you're a team like Wisconsin, you're going to have such a significant size advantage going against an army defense. I mean, they're naturally undersized they they're able to compete just on precision and drill and everything else, but they were held to only 20 points. And it was, I think it was a 14 seven game late in the game or no, it was 13 seven, I believe late in the game. So, I mean, this is a team that struggled to move even last week against a physically overmatched appear, opponent, and now they get to go against the Purdue defense that's been playing really, really well this year, like you said.
0: You know what I mean? They're not putting up big numbers on the board, so yeah, they're not a high-powered offense. That's not something I'm like, I'm too worried about. Like, where are you? They at?
1: really look like a worse version of Iowa, if you ask me.
0: Yeah, like they're supposed to be good, but they're not excelling on the field and putting to the roll. Like.
1: Now you talk about good defenses. They are the only defense in the conference that rates better than Purdue right now. They are giving up just 225 yards per game total. The scoring is a little bit different. They're giving up 19.3 points per game. Purdue is giving up 14 points a game, but this is still a very, very strong defense and they're the best run defense and Purdue has the worst run offense. So that is a bit of a concern trying to get any balance. They also have the best-rated pass defense, but Purdue has the
0: second-best pass offense, so nah. that's going to be strength versus strength. <laughs> nah. Notre Dame put 41 on them. I ain't buying it. <laughs> About
1: two of those two of those were pick sixes.
0: <laughs> All right, well, still. <laughs> that,
1: that, that's 14 points that doesn't go against Wisconsin defense. You know, I don't, I don't want to sing too many praises for Wisconsin, but you know their defense would be like, nah, no. 14 <laughs> of those were on the offense.
0: <laughs> I feel you, but nah. (laughs) But honestly, to that note, honestly, I think what the reason is that is because the defense is fresh. They're not going on the field. The offense is staying on the field, running the ball, so the defense gets to suck up that wind. Don't matter if it's hot, cold, cool, chilly fresh defense is a good thing.
1: Now, one benefit is is they're at the other end of the spectrum from with from Iowa. They've only intercepted two passes all season, which is the the fewest in the conference whereas Iowa had picked off 16. So, if you believe in turnover luck or turnovers kind of finding their level, they might be a little bit due there, but they've just gotten it done by simply not allowing much in the passing game.
0: No, nah, to be honest with you, I'm, I don't get too worried when I see teams don't have a lot of picks. I mean, their DBs can't catch. Uh, if you see a team with a whole bunch of picks, four, five, six, or five, six, then you want to start worrying. Especially if they come from one person, two people, or they don't, no, not saying, if they come from more than one person, then it's cause to worry. This this late in the season, they only got two picks, them boys can't catch. I ain't worried about <laughs> they. they do. If they do catch one, it'd be because it's tipped at the line, and I don't want to jinx Jinx nobody. You so knock on wood.
1: <laughs> well, that could always be the uh, oh, that's why they're a defensive back; they can't catch.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's you can say that, but that's to be true. Like <laughs> boys can't, and it's hard to catch a ball when you're running backwards so fast, and you got so much other things on your mind. Receiver, he just he running his route, and he's running about catching the ball. A DB got to worry about you. Running your route, him keeping up with you, you might cut <laughs> 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 one way or another. He might be. Then he got. There's a lot of things for DBs to worry about. So it's not just they can't catch, but a lot of them can't. Most of them can't.
1: <laughs> oh man. Now, one area that I am a little bit concerned about for Purdue is the return game. The, specifically, the return defense last week was bad. Uh, we we got really lucky that we were already up seventeen points, <laughs> but gave up a long kick return, gave up a long punt return. Yeah, we got stops after him, but you can't let an offensively challenged team take over inside the twenty yard line because they broke
0: a big return. I'm gonna test that to people get lazy, feeling like the games one. And like, hey, <laughs> you laugh, but that's a real thought. Like these motherfuckers can't catch. <laughs> 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 like you, as an offensive player, you can see. Like our defense is, is is doing pretty well. Like as long as they don't do nothing stupid, this game is going to be in hand. Especially in this third, fourth quarter. Like you're not well, late in the third or fourth quarter. That's where that's usually where where the big plays happen. because people get lackadaisical and uh special teams
1: <laughs> well the the bigger one i think was the kickoff return because it came after bell's touchdown and there were still i think there were still about 10 minutes left in the game you, you almost just let them get right back in it there unfortunately and that would have that would have been real bad but like you said the defense played well they got the third and fourth down stops and got the ball right back and then milked five minutes off the clock so <laughs>
0: hey they paid big bucks with the teams that could do that
1: <laughs> you were there when wisconsin started this streak against purdue how much do you think that weight of okay we have not beaten these guys in almost 20 years we've lost 14 in a row against them no really? team has won more games against purdue than wisconsin how much do you think that might be a factor in terms of just confidence and
0: really? did the ass that started with, with, with our team <laughs>
1: yeah uh, unfortunately it did <laughs>
0: Oh man, I
1: remember that asshole too. Well, the the first one was the. Uh, did you were you there in 2014? Did is that you? Did you redshirt that year? 14 or you
0: mean, four, uh, four or 2004?
1: I'm sorry. Yeah, you wouldn't have been. Yeah, 2014.
0: Hmm. <laughs> I, I redshirted 2004. but Okay. I was the one mm-hmm. of those select few that got to travel.
1: Yeah, that was the year that we were number five. Game days in town. Orton goes for the first down and he's hit and he fumbles. They run it back for the touchdown. They beat us twenty to seventeen, and that's the game that started the fourteen game streak. That was it right there.
0: Was we ranked? We was like, oh, we was ranked then. I think
1: we were number five in the nation.
0: Yeah, it college was game stupid. day was, it was there. It was something stupid like that because I remember the, they was doing the Heisman. How about, you know, like, for this guy?
1: Wharton <laughs> was good, though. We were 5-0, and o, and he was setting the world on fire.
0: And at the first three teams, it was like Miami of Ohio. I think they had beaten
1: Notre Dame and Penn State right before that, and I know that was the one where they went up to Notre Dame and just whooped
0: everybody's ass. Yeah, I remember that's uh taylor stubblefield he was doing a boiler up like for 50 (laughs) yards
1: (laughs) that's so much fun i I think my favorite one of that because you can see the clip on youtube my favorite one of that is he's doing the boiler up down the field, and they're following. You see the Notre Dame sideline; nobody's moving except one assistant coach that's throwing an absolute hissy fit, yeah, trying I to get an unsportsmanlike like penalty call.
0: It's like, dude, he's gonna going to yeah, score. Yeah, <laughs> it was no way hell. Nobody's going to catch it. Especially after Buddy fell down. And he, oh man, I remember that play so vividly. <laughs>
1: Oh, I bet that was fun too. It was probably quiet as it was probably quiet as church in there too.
0: Right. Our fans was going crazy. That was in there. The, <laughs> the few that was there, man. you know they they you know the Irish man that statement just loud, but whew, yeah. I remember that game vividly.
1: Got a little quiet at that moment, I bet. <laughs>
0: yeah, it did.
1: <laughs> All righty. So again, strength against strength here with passing. Offense, what do you think is kind of the biggest key for Purdue's offense on Saturday to to keep things going and hopefully that they got some things figured out against Iowa?
0: I mean, keep going upfield like they've been doing. Don't get back to that nickel and dime because that's not Purdue. That's not Purdue football, Mm -hmm. to say the least. But you have a team that can go upfield. You have a guy that's one of the best receivers in the country. Let them shine. (laughs) Don't don't send them on on screens when you should be sending them on posts, post corners. Yeah. Flies and all that other thing. Give them a nice little diggy. (laughs) But yeah, our defense is going to do their thing. They got to test one of the top Russian uh, teams in the league. But yeah, it's just another week for them.
1: I mean, we, we face good running games here. Minnesota had a good running game. Oregon State's getting it done on the ground. Uh, Notre Dame's not a strong running team, but they got a pretty good running back. So I, I think I'm with you. They've proven themselves and that the defense can do the job. I, I also think it can be a game where some of the other receivers really get involved if they overcompensate against Bell. I mean, he you have a guy in Bell that's demanding – you know, bracket coverage, and it's the old, okay, if two guys
0: are on them, somebody else has got to be open, so find him. got to be open. <laughs> Just <laughs> off of sheer numbers. <laughs> if not, then you go all day to throw, find somebody to get open. <laughs> right. You can't rush that many. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I was very pleased
1: with Purdue's offensive line on Saturday, too. They gave O'Connell all day to throw. They were able to open – at least a few holes in the running game, and I think, you know, I'm just an advocate of get just enough to keep them honest. Get just enough so those receivers can get open downfield, and so they're not having to drop eight back in coverage and dare you to, throw,
0: to run on them. Good question. This is going to sound crazy. Do you think the line right. plays better with Otto or Plummer?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I mean, they were really struggling with both of them earlier in the year, but – they kind of figured something out against Iowa and they were able to both block a lot better and they were able to roll that pocket, which both Plummer and O'Connell have been able to throw on the run pretty well. And that opened things up for Sheffield that opened things up for bell going to the sidelines. Uh, And so being able to roll that pocket away from the rush has helped a lot of things and it helps that O'Connell and Plummer are both pretty accurate on the run that way. So I, I like seeing that, and I like to see him continue to scheme that. So which one?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: I think at this point you go with O'Connell most of the time, but you know, you might see him go with all three again. Just it confuse the hell out of Iowa because there wasn't any rhyme or reason to it. And like you
0: said on a couple of other things, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah you actually you got it you hit the nail on the head right there <laughs> it's been working
1: i have never seen a team play three quarterbacks on three consecutive plays not involving an injury but purdue did it and it worked <laughs> see, uh,
0: remember, uh pat white days uh, running gun
1: oh with west virginia yeah they had yeah. a running
0: back run a play he would run a play Somebody else would run a play, and they would. (laughs) He could stop that thing.
1: Well, it was funny because one of the first plays that Plummer was in there, I was surprised he was in there, and he run the uh, the read option, and he goes off to the right, and he gains like seven or eight yards. And I made the comment of, "Yeah, I've often uh, mistaken Jack Plummer for Lamar Jackson." So (laughs) (laughs)
0: that'd be a big mistake. Well, maybe a different Lamar Jackson. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Light-skinned brother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All righty here. So it's about time to wind down. And as usual, we go with our picks here. What, what's your pick for Saturday, Corey? What do you see happening?
0: Mm, defense is going to do their thing. We're going to get a surprise big play on special teams. I don't know where, but it's going to – or when it's going to happen. But it's, we're going to get a surprise big play, and that's going to help us win the
1: game that's good because we haven't had a big return and oh goodness i can't remember the last time we had a big
0: return probably when rondale was there a couple years ago i mean i'm not saying it's going to be a return it could be a block hunt it could be a 50 yard field goal that brown just say go for the hell of it let's go kick it we got to win (laughs) it could be (laughs) i don't know some someone's special team i feel like it's going to happen i feel like the coaches. And chew them out for that return, regardless of when it happened. And they're going to look to redeem themselves this week. I can look for a fumble on special teams. Fumble, recover, muff, punt. That'd be nice. That'll work. We open and kick off. They fumble the ball. We get it on 20.
1: <laughs> I, I can live with that. My seats are right near the twenty, So as long as it's at my end of the stadium. so. <laughs> hey, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. <laughs> As you can tell, we're a little bit more confident and jovial this week. Hopefully, hopefully we can end that streak. I know when here gets Purdue to five and two, keeps us in the rankings, makes it bowl game. I mean, pretty damn likely at this point. I don't think you're gonna have a team go 0-5 down the stretch and miss a bowl after they start five and two, but stranger things have happened. So
0: Yeah, I've been <laughs> 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 I,
1: I, I remember oh five i remember oh five unfortunately
0: That's... you remember how hot we started
1: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> well hopefully not again I, I don't believe a brom team has lost five in a row yet so oh, I hope that
0: not. would that would be nice
1: to get this one and just kind of all the secure bowl eligibility this early which i don't think a lot of people expected but hey we got a shot so. hey
0: oh also uh Top 25? That'll push, gotta push us where? Top 20? Uh,
1: maybe. I mean, it depends on what happens in front of us. I think you move up a few spots, I mean, so. I'm not going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> as long
0: as we don't.
1: <laughs> well, we haven't won a game as a top 25 team since 2005. Mm. And you had a little thing to do with that. That was at Arizona.
0: That was out in the desert. Hey, I scored my first touchdown out there. Oh, it was No, so you pretty. got
1: your first touchdown the week before on the block punt.
0: Gets no, to Akron. I got my first offensive touchdown out there. Oh, okay. That's what I'm talking about. The one I yeah, it was crazy. I stole up that punt, but my first offensive touchdown. Oh, it was so pretty, too. I don't remember it. Like <laughs> it was yesterday. <a> <laughs> first of many. Yeah, it got the pitch. I shook one dude, bounced off another, broke a tackle, and was gone up the sideline.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. All righty. Well, with that in mind, we hope to hear from you guys in the comments section. We do appreciate everybody listening. I know we had it, uh, it was our most downloaded episode yet after the Iowa game the other day. So. We do appreciate it, and hopefully we'll be back here talking another Purdue win, finally ending that Wisconsin streak next week. So for myself, Travis Miller of hammerandrails.com, this has been the Behind the Rails podcast with me and Corey Sheets, and Boiler Up! BTFU
0: as always.
1: The Behind the Rails podcast is brought to you by BetOnline. Please visit our sponsor, Online for the best in college sports odds.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.